0: Welcome to episode 175 of the Muck Podcast, a member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Listen in as we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. I'm Tina Hadamio,
1: And I'm Hillary Dockerty.
0: Oh. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> hey. Hi. Cool.
1: How do I look? <laughs> <laughs> Shh. How do I look? Amazing. That shish was for me because I was laughing too hard at myself. <laughs> what two episodes ago so I guess it was 173 I was cracking myself up like falling off
0: the chair laughing and I was like well at least somebody's laughing at your dumb ass because I can't tell you one of my favorite things in the world is to go back and edit yeah and I just laugh and laugh well, to myself
1: it's so funny that you said that because I was thinking today how funny you are when I go to edit because I don't think I pick up on the little Tina's throwing fucking things out that are so funny they are yes (laughs) and i hear them when i go to edit because i'm too busy with my fucking yapping and i was just like oh my god so fucking (laughs) funny tina it's so good so we're going to karaoke i was Mm. thinking I'm, i'm gonna wear this to karaoke yes Okay, hey. all of it, all of it. <laughs> and then the not cam- we had a problem with the camera before this. I'm like, I can't you believe I have to what? work under these conditions. I know. I
0: mean, what the hell? <laughs> Listen, GoPro, get your shit together. <laughs> GoPro, you motherfucker, fucking products in But line. also,
1: do you sponsor? Hi, yes. hi. <laughs> you yes. want to sponsor us? <laughs> <laughs> please. Um. All right. Well, here's what I got for the upfront. Now, remember, okay. we are recording this two weeks ago. Yeah. Recording this on May 5th. So please forgive us if we. Fuck, if we miss our something next two weeks. Our Forgive yeah. us our trespasses, please. As we
0: forgive those who trespass against us. P.S. That's the Republican Party. And lead us not. But we're, uh, I'm not going to forgive them though. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so Friday's we have a lot. Impressive. So, yeah. Friday recording. Um, one thing, I know we're going to talk about SCOTUS. Yeah. But one thing that came out a couple weeks ago now. Uh, based on our drop date um, of this episode, that I found really shocking and scary is in Texas. Did you hear the story about Harris County? No. So in Harris County, Texas, it's a Democratic county. Okay. Primarily votes blue. And they recently appointed, they put a GOP appointee who has the power to cancel election results yeah. in that county. I did see this. <laughs> and what a scary precedent. Well let, let me what tell you something. a scary precedent.
1: If you think DeSantis is scary, get a load of Governor Abbott. I mean like this guy. This Texas and that governor, holy moly. Holy moly. Bad news. Just, bad,
0: bad news. It's incredible to me that the people of Texas, and I know that's not everyone in the state of Texas, because there's got to be people like us. Yeah. In the state of Texas, you know, and that's the thing like where we talked about this before where we hear these horrible bills and then people will comment like, you know, that's what you get, Texas. And it's like, well, no, there's not all of the people there are voting for these things, yeah. you know,
1: well, and it's like I, when they say we, things like I, that about Florida, when are, I are we taking I mean, it's
0: like uh, w- things are going to go to the streets soon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I,
1: I'm not soon enough, if you ask me. Yeah. So you want to talk about SCOTUS real quick? I'll, I'm going to put these back on in a second because I have to wear them a little bit for my story. Oh. <laughs> Hi. Oh, hello. Um, so now SCOTUS oh, is blowing God. up, right? And, you, and if you pay attention, you'll see shits everywhere. Well, there's a senator in the U.S. Uh, Senate, and his name is uh, White House Senator White House. He's from Rhode Island. Oh, Sheldon. God. Sheldon. I this think it's Sheldon Whitehouse. Yeah. Looks okay. like your average, you know, history teacher, history professor, whatever. This motherfucker's been in there for a long time. And guess what his main thing has been for the last 10, 15 years? SCOTUS. And w- raising the fucking white, the red flag every yeah. fucking minute saying, um. Hello. Thomas the is getting alarm. gifts. Yeah. This person's over here making this. This person's over here. He's got, he, every year he presents a bill that would squash all this. And, and make it easier because when, when these things come up, there's a judiciary or a judicial committee somewhere that's judges that review these things and decide whether it should go to Congress or something like that. Like right. there's this whole step in process, but they're it's biased, yeah, but they're it's biased. The and so then nothing ever comes of it. I mean, they've they, this guy brought up Clarence Thomas in 2011, getting gifts 12 years ago, mm-hmm. it was
0: brought up on the floor. And that's shocking that it wasn't, yeah. Uh, cause because I don't it remember it went to this that, committee and then but, it goes away. Yeah, and I don't remember really no hearing about but it. But now Moore's coming. He's
1: this this billionaire paid for the private the, school. Yeah, private school of his. Uh,
0: Clarence Thomas's nephew
1: was well, not really a nephew; right. He's like a son to him. Yeah. I mean,
0: what the fuck is but this? But the funniest part of that is he's like, I like to help. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, families in need. It's like. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, Scotus, SCOTUS is-, is not in need. I'm sorry. You are a yeah, little less- I guess if you're a billionaire, <laughs> millionaires might be at the poverty level to you. Yeah. Or people making, you know, six figures a year, that might be poverty to you, but that's not. That's no. not people in financial need. No. And and I'm I'm sure that Thomas had the means to help his nephew on his own. Yeah. Well, anyway, so this guy's Twitter. Go
1: to Senator so Sheldon Whitehouse's twi- uh, Twitter and check out. There's a five and a half minute video from him at the in the Senate. He's on the Judiciary Committee, which has not done anything yet, and we know why. Yeah. feinstein um but he's on there and he's there's a five and a half minute video he cl- very clearly explains what this process is and wh- how it's corrupt and why things why aren't things happening he's been asking for years why hasn't anything happened with this and now it's all coming up like a lot of the things that were in that ProPublica article people have known about and also i saw this quote was tweeted from a thomas Paine quote which i thought is incredible and it goes right to this mm. and it is quote a body of men holding themselves accountable to nobody ought not to be trusted by anybody end quote i mean there that's like 1800s you know this is one of our founding fathers
0: i think yeah i mean
1: uh and how about uh a- but this is why they this is that quote is was because they were creating these systems of government that hold each other accountable, right? You know, you can't have people who have the highest power in the land to say yes or no if a law is going to exist and affect three hundred million people. It's crazy. Can't be corrupt. It's crazy. they have to have that sort of, you know, uh, the
0: integrity. Yeah. Well, when the that, belief what about that they the, are doing uh, the right, no now. Right That's in yeah. that other article in the other case. Um, your case. last story. Good-heartedness. There's got to be some
1: sort of integrity there like and there's that. none. And and just because you can take it or get away with it doesn't mean you should be doing it. And there's nine justices. We know now of three, and I think I've heard
0: some Kavanaugh stuff. So that's possibly four. I remember Kavanaugh are, stuff before though. Yes. Like when he yes. was, it was coming up when he was going to be appointed that there was issues about payments and stuff with yeah. him. Aside from the assault allegations. Right. He's a rapist. Did you hear the Kellyanne Conway and Jenny Thomas stuff today? Mm Mm-mm. So, um, supposedly, she uh, made payments to uh, Jenny Thomas, and she's, like, defending, um, and it was concealed, and there were, like, notes on it, like, don't let people know that you're paying. Paying for what? It was for, like, uh, consulting shit. It was, like, $25,000, um...
1: I swear to God, we are never going to really know all of the things that were happening in that administration. Like, if we really knew, if the public really knew everything that was happening, it was a deluge. Is that right? Oh my God! Of shit, constantly, constantly, and it was all bad, horrible, like, like mind
0: blowing, never yeah. seen this before kind of shit. That's the stuff that we know about, right? And and that's why I was saying last, uh, well, now two weeks, two episodes ago. Um, with Biden, like yeah, Biden is like middle of the road, but like you don't hear there's not all oh. of this trauma and trauma yeah, and trauma right. and trauma and trauma that you can't keep up with, yeah. you know?
1: No, it's a different time now. Yeah. But I just saw a news story Last week, that three weeks ago, the tweet was basically, this is what the reporter wrote. If Biden was on the campaign trail and there was a bunch of reporters standing in front of him and one of them asked him a question was holding their phone up and recording Biden talking and Biden didn't like the question and he grabbed the phone and he threw it. Like that would be mass story. Everybody know about it. And he said, because that just happened, but it wasn't Biden. It was Trump. Oh yeah. And he did it in front of 20 reporters and not one of them reported that that happened. And I don't know if it's because it's Trump. And so it's not a big deal, but like, those are the kinds of crazy shit. That's what we need to hear about. That's insane. You took a reporter's phone that he's recording you on freedom of the press. You know, they like to pick and choose which laws they like to, well, and they also
0: like to pick and choose which reporter they're going to answer. And I mean, we know DeSantis, that's his favorite thing to do. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Trump, uh, he was in Ireland on a golf course today. Oh, my God. Bitching about how <laughs> he's got to go to court for these rape allegations and how this woman is a liar mm. and and how she's just after him because he's a man of power and money. And that's, you know, basically like because that's what women do. They go after people like him who have power and money. It was so disgusting
1: this What's man, the difference
0: between that this guy is and a another, rapist. yeah. And, and, and I'm, again, I'm sorry, just because you were, my God, I can't even believe I have to say it. President of the United States. Ugh. that doesn't mean that you cannot be held accountable for doing shit. having money doesn't mean that you get to walk around the fucking earth and not be held accountable for your fucking shitty douchebaggery that you partake in all of your life and the scumbags that you hung, hang out with, who are many of them rapists, and we're supposed to look at you like you are have been, you know, blessed by the hand of God? Give me a break. Could you? I'm Imagine sorry.
1: this disgusting human being. Oh my God! Pushing you up against the back uh, of a door. Jesus, he is the most disgusting person I've ever seen. Like fucking gross. And I'm not a fucking beauty by any stretch of the imagination. But this motherfucker, he's disgusting. No. He's disgusting. And the worst he's part is- He's horrible inside like, and out. What's so sad inside about him? Inside and out. Not one woman would ever look at him except that his family has always had money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's got to get these brides from like other countries.
0: Yeah. Because American women don't I mean, well, put up were, with that bullshit. Yeah. I mean, well, there was the one, but- Oh, or, Marla, yeah. give me a fucking break. But, yeah, like, it's it's all about the money. It's yeah. all about, do you watch Succession? Girl, I'm in love with su- Isn't Succession. is it so, so have, are you caught up? Yeah. So, like, you know that scene between. The spoilers, um, maybe. Um, yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago yeah. now. But uh, Tom mm-hmm. and Shiv. Yeah. And he's like. I want the money. I want they're in the bedroom. And then they both just start laughing and I'm like, oh my God. Like
1: it's I don't know who to root for. I'm so glad you
0: bring up TV. That's all the rest I want to talk about is TV stuff. So gross. All fucking gross. But but watching that, it's like this is this is this thing. And 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 the one thing and I I wish somebody would talk about it, and maybe they have and I haven't read about it. Like I know they talk about the clothing is very deliberate and rich on that show, like purposefully. But like they always use the word yeah 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 um yeah the, you yeah. know he'll be like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and I'm like what <laughs> God and it just it adds this level of just smugness to yeah. it it's it's yeah as in it's, when there's a question oh, mark at the end like yeah. you agree with me yeah yeah but the way that they and it's no. and
1: it's like so, certain characters always use it and they also use it as somebody says something crazy and they're like yeah. Like they're processing what the person's saying because of the, there's always this underlying in between the words kind of meaning to everything. Do you think Shiv's going to get fucked over by the Swede? Oh yeah. I mean, I I, I was rooting for her with this backroom deal where I'm like, she's totally making a deal. She's going to now take over the company. Uh, I don't um, think it's behind her brother's backs, but I think that this guy's, yeah, this guy's a major. Well,
0: I think that he's going to dip now that all this other shit. Maybe. I don't know. But of course I was pleasantly happy and surprised and pleased that he was uh, Alexander Skarsgård is in mm. this season cuz he's one of my favorite people <sighs> Is, I mean, well,
1: let me tell you something.
0: Let me tell you something real quick. Do you not like him? Do you? I think know. He's I, cute? I fucking do. You love remember him, him in True Blood? Bitch, are oh. you? I. My whole body just had chills speaking oh about True Blood. I like it was to him in that early season when he would sit in his throne we, uh, and like have his arm over there. We're gonna have and to take his, a
1: break from the show whoah! for a minute. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta <Yeah>. adjust myself. <laughs> I gotta adjust myself. Oh, he's beautiful. I was like, bite me
0: <sighs> and
1: spank me beautiful hot, beautiful hot. man oh my beautiful man yeah. well so here's and the other thing bro, he's got
0: that brow all right please i can't. you gotta stop okay i'll stop i'm the sorry the other thing is he's beautiful. hot but
1: also you know who i'm in love with on that show oh rome
0: yeah i knew it
1: oh, <laughs> okay. ah, ah. and he was having that like whatever uh, with, with jerry. Uh, jerry and i was yeah. like i'll be your older woman <laughs> you hot motherfucker he is so cute oh my so And he's so
0: fucked up that i just want to take him in my arms and i want to hold him <laughs> and make him feel better you cute little baby so i don't i mean he's on my cup of tea and however he, he yeah. is my favorite character yeah, on that show he too. is my favorite i feel so he bad so, for him. so broken he's so Broken and that he, it makes me wants to be loved Listen, and oh my god flood my
1: basement. <laughs> You're broken. <laughs> it's like a moth to a flame, honey. <laughs> just come over to me. Cause guess what? I'm broken too. Oh and god. we can just heal together. You need me to call hey. you filthy, dirty names, little boy. Oh yes, god. I'll do it. He, he is, is so
0: fucking cute. He is the, oh. he is. I think one of the best characters on the oh, show. forget about it. And what I, about the end
1: of this last episode when he's playing that message oh, that, that, that his the- brother <laughs> fucked around with the audio and his dad was saying, he was I was a know, small dick and he said, so, uh, and he was like listening to it oh, over and over no, and, I know, I was like, Honey, oh, deep therapy. We need and deep therapy and we need tea. Hillary. We need Hillary oh, to take God. care of you. Oh my God. So that brings me to like, so I, I just want to talk about TV stuff. So speaking of Rome, Roman from Succession, he's played by Rory Culkin. Yeah. Royal, Rory uh, Rory Culkin and Jennifer Coolidge were both on deck to host the last two episodes of Saturday Night Live this season. But now with the writer's strike... I don't know if it's going to happen, but I was like, for the love of God, <laughs> figure out the writer's strike because I need to see these two people on Saturday Night Live. Like they would be fucking oh, fantastic. God.
0: He's just, I love her. I love her. It's just, and it, you know, our generation, like it was Macaulay, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah It yeah. was Macaulay Culkin was like, you know, the it boy. And he was, oh, Rory no. was on, um, I remember he was a little boy, Pete's bed in yes, we Home Alone. Yes, in Home Alone. And you didn't, you know, that was sort of it. Mm, I think he was in a movie called Brick. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Maybe, but...
1: I know he's been in other things but this This is a great role he's so funny he's so smart I watched the after show and they talk they talk about the episode with the actors and the people who make the show and it's really really good and it was he and Jerry the the actress who plays Jerry would flirt like that on the show and the writers kind of saw it or the producer and was like we should put this in the show isn't that funny (gasps) oh hi so maybe like hi Jerry look at you right now she's a little bit older than me right she's a lot older okay i'm just like she's so, a lot older i was just i, was thinking she, I gotta that. say I she's in her 60s okay so but excuse me i watched judge judy and there was a guy on the other day he goes i'm 44 <laughs> he
0: looked like he was 80 and i thought to myself my god no. is that my tricky is there no. a trick mirror in my house no some uh, people look good and some just don't girl and i'm sorry but we look good. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right you got that right Oh I'm my God. sorry. I'm sorry. So anyway, that I deal also
1: it. I just finished a series on Netflix that you will fucking <gasps> love. It's Tell called me. The Diplomat. Oh, with Carrie Russell. Oh, and so I had my mom's like my told, mom my mom told me it was really great and I was like, well, all right, let's do it. It's so fucking Is good. It good. I need twists and turns. <gasps> and she's a di- she's a U.S. diplomat to England. Oh. and her husband's a former diplomat. He's a total fucking toxic, getting involved in her shit, getting in her way, and she's all... Sh- but. She's so smart and she's so fucking good. It's, it's, Ooh. it's everything I gotta write it and down. right down to the last minute of the last episode, <gasps> it is twisting and turning. And I Ooh. just found out it got renewed for season two. So Yay. watch the diplomat. It's really oh, good. I'm ready. And I love her. I love her too. And I was watching this so and I was thinking this bitch, she had Felicity, that hair. she had the show, the Americans. I don't yeah. know if you ever watched the Americans I on, never watched on, that. Uh, on FX. That show never jumps the shark. Oh, really? One of the best television shows I've ever fucking seen, The <gasps> I've Americans. I've never seen it. No, not, not at do, one moment has it ever dipped or like, this is hey, ridiculous. I
0: have cable, so I, I miss these you shows. Might be, it might
1: be on Hulu or something. Oh, I Check have it Hulu. out. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Americans is really good. She was on that. She met her husband on that show. Okay. Oh. The last show that I am now in the middle of, and I have to tell you, it's so genius. It's on a net something called Freevie, which is like an Amazon Prime vid oh. channel, but check it. It might be on your Roku. or what, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called Freevie. The show's called Jury Duty.
0: I've heard of this and I've Holy been dying to see shit. it because it's
1: got this guy that I absolutely think is adorable. James Marsden. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He's so funny on it. He plays himself. Yes. It is. It's basically the Truman Show. But as a jury.
0: Oh my God. So there's all,
1: everybody's acting, improv acting. And <gasps> There's probably a script, but they, and they manipulate yeah. manip- But one guy doesn't know it's fake. <gasps> He's a regular person. He doesn't know that everyone on the show is, this is all fake and this is acting. He has no idea. So the whole time you're watching him because they're, it's he's James Morrison plays himself. This guy's running lines with James Morrison. He goes, James, the first day, James, he's like, Oh, I know you're from that movie. He's like, Yeah, he's like, What else have you done? And James Morrison's like listing all his <laughs> movies, like he's so embarrassed. He goes, Oh, you were in Sonic? <laughs> I didn't know you were in Sonic. I <laughs> like the like, is totally like shit talking James <laughs> Morrison. It is so fucking funny. Uh, Tina, you have i have to, to watch find it. this
0: because I have read things about it people have told me about it and I've been dying because I don't know why I think that guy is adorable he's adorable I love like a little mischievous guy and he's got that little streak that smile that's adorable yes and he's so fucking funny in this he's
1: so funny because he's playing himself but like really obnoxious like at one point he's reading a script on the couch and he goes like he, he jumps up and they're all like what's going on it's like oh a jump scare in my <laughs> script <laughs> and then he can't tell the director a big director's name but i can't tell you the the name of the director you know he's so fucking oh funny. my god Tina, i love it please go watch I, have to find, I gotta find it gotta find it hey this is grabbing brisket podcast join us every monday where we talk about the latest trends in barbecue interviews with world top pitmasters celebrity cooks Ooh, like uh Wee man from jackass and musicians like rich O'Toole. So check us out. We do beer reviews, barbecue fails, so many fires. Dude, a lot of people just burn their houses down for no reason. We also talk about cocaine hippos versus meth gators. Learn how to make some tailgate gravy. Altercations with Texas Rangers. People throwing Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah. So check out grabthebrisket.com for podcast info, viral social media posts, and so much more.
0: Are you ready? Yes.
1: Because here's what's happening today. Here's what's happening. Oh. Hold on, I put my glasses back on. Okay. Today, I'm not covering a story from the United States. <gasps> <What?
0: laughs> yes. And also,
1: it has nothing to do with politics. Okay, this is even better.
0: <laughs> Holy shit. Hillary is Let's throwing it. it out! Let's We're throwing do it the whole you know fucking script out. Guess what?
1: it's our show we could do but also this is what happens when there's a writer strike our writers cannot get us the material that we need and now i'm forced to do the work myself what kind of goddamn chicken shit show you got me booked on i gotta write my own fucking story god damn it yes diva write that shit girl that's her diva moment i like it so i saw this story and i said you know what This has nothing to do with it. But guess what? We're going to do it. No, I'm going
0: to tell you something right now. (laughs) Everything is politics. So fuck that shit. How about that?
1: I just love the story and I thought, I'm going to do this with my girl. And she's going to go, this is fucking fabulous. I'm
0: here for it. I'm going to cover
1: the 40 elephants. What is that? I got Peaky Blinders vibes. Real life Peaky Blinders women gangsters what? bitch let's go let's do it all right i'm gonna take my glasses off because i can't see elephants <laughs> but did i by the way this is what somebody in the 40 elephants would dress like oh she's fucking sneaky <gasps> <and> like <gasps> tell undercover. me everything all right, okay, let me i mean i'm gonna that this is great okay so the 40 elephants were a 19th 2 to 20th century all female london crime syndicate who specialized in shoplifting oh <gasps> <laughs> this gang was notable for its longevity and skill in avoiding police detection. The forty thieves operated; they're also called the Forty Elephants. Operated in the from the uh, the Elephant and Castle area of London, which is a little neighborhood. Oh, uh, that's which the I looked it up. The Elephant and Castle were like this. It was this famous pub and restaurant that was there. It's not there anymore, but they had this huge like red elephant with a castle on its back outside, and they somehow salvaged that, and it's now in the neighborhood. So anyway, that's the area they were from, and they were allied with the elephant and castle mob led by the McDonald brothers.
0: Hey, so they were
1: in existence from at least 1873 to the 1950s.
0: Wow. Yeah, with some indications. Yeah,
1: with some indications that they may have existed.
0: can we, I mean, I don't want to shoplift, but can I just be an honorary Yes, member? I want
1: to be in the gang. Oh my
0: God.
1: Uh, with some indication that they may have existed since the late 18th century. Holy cow. During, during, during the earliest 20th century, the gang was led by Alice Diamond, known by... Uh, variously as the queen of the 40 thieves and as diamond Annie she also had a friend of Maggie Hill who was the sister to gangster Billy Hill so a lot of these families are from poor areas and this is how they survived you know they would steal they would take things and uh they would raise their kids to do the same thing and the one thing I really noticed about a lot of these women is that they they died in like their 40s you know what I mean like they weren't they didn't live too long I know because they're in and out of jail and whatever yeah Okay, so in their heyday, uh, their heyday was the interwar period, which was between World War I and World War II, from 1918 to 1939. Uh, And the gang would raid on a large scale, not only in the west end of London, but also other major shopping centers across the country. The gang had its own set of rules and demanded loyalty from its members and others in their supply and distribution network. Alice Diamond ruled with absolute authority with the cooperation of Maggie Hill, Gertrude Scully, and part and the Partridge sisters, and many others. The Partridge sisters, I hey. don't know, I'm just scared of them, I'm just scared. And
0: what are they taking, is it like large scale shoplifting or is it just like, hey, go in and take a lipstick, go in and, oh no, we want high money
1: items that we uh, can resell, right? So reports that the gang collapsed when their leaders were jailed uh, for the what, 1925 Battle of Lambeth was incorrect. So this battle <laughs> was between some gang members. And it was over one of their gang members' marriage to a man that the gang leaders disapproved of. Oh, my God. So they started, yeah. So Alice so and they Maggie started war. led an attack against this couple. And both Alice <sighs> and Maggie were sent to jail. And a new queen emerged, Lillian Rose Kendall.
0: Oh, shit. Now,
1: she was known as the bob-haired bandit. And I got a picture of her in our notes. She is so cute oh and my so God. hot. Like, she would, you know, she's so beautiful, too, that she'd walk in and be like, you know. And nobody would even pay attention because she's a lady, right? And she's right? a woman, yeah. yeah so they would
0: not think exactly. That. exactly. Wow. She
1: was the lover of Elephant Gang associate Charles John Ruby Sparks and a driver on his smash and grab raids. So the gang was still in existence after World War II, as new family members would replace old family members who had gone to jail, etc. So. They were often said to be able to meet equal numbers of men in battle and were admired by their male counterparts in the Elephant Gang for their organization and expertise. The earliest mention of the gang in the newspaper dates to 1873, but police records from London indicate the female shoplifters have been active in the area since the late 18th century. The original gang members wore women's clothes, which were modified to include hidden pockets.
0: They could
1: hide their loot in their coats, cummerbunds, muffs, skirts, bloomers, and hats. And they raided large... uh, stores on the west end of london female customers were afforded privacy from the uh, some of the store staff and they um giving them the opportunity to stuff everything in and then kind of escape yeah so they could get out of the, you know with everything and the gang stole goods worth thousands of pounds they're so like jewelry probably everything yeah. yeah the female gang members earned enough money to financially support their male spouses oh. and the spouses in question included both idle men who lounged at home and inmates of the british prison oh. system okay the 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 gang eventually became more (laughs) well-known in the area with the high-class shops, which they typically targeted, so people started to realize who they were. And their mere presence could cause panic, eliminating the secrecy required for their activities. And so they decided to expand outside of London and go to other British towns in rural areas and seaside towns. Oh yeah, because people are yeah. definitely not going to suspect a, right. a woman. right, or, or especially a well-dressed woman. Of course. During the 20th century, the gang modernized their activities. They invested in fast cars to transport their loot and to use as getaway vehicles, which could outrun the police. Uh, loot was also transferred through the British railway system and the members used trains to travel to a town and deposit their empty suitcases at rail- railway stations. And during their return trip the suitcases were filled with stolen goods. So that's how they would get it. Someone would fill it up, put it back. They'd pick it up and go back into go back to town to sell it. So besides shoplifting the gang developed sidelines such as looting houses and blackmailing individuals. Gang members used false reference letters to get hired as maids and then rob the houses of their employers. They also managed to, to seduce men into brief affairs and then blackmail them with threats of ruining their reputation.
0: Oh. Cow. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot.
1: Um, the gang members led extravagant and decadent lifestyles by imitating the exploits of their era's movie stars and flappers. Part of their earnings were used to Ooh. finance parties, uh, events to spend lavishly at the clubs, pubs, and restaurants which the gang members frequented.
0: This oh. part I love. Okay, wait. I just had a great I idea. Love this. I have a great idea. Yeah. Can we have a 40 elephants party? Ooh. <gasps> I thought we were already there, girl that be so fun oh my you god you dress up i mean it's like you got to be in theme of 40 elephants i fucking love it i fucking love it guns oh <gasps> Well, yeah. fake ones, fake you know. ones. but like flapper, like, like that era, yeah, it would yes. be so much fun. But I also
1: just love this idea of they're stealing all this stuff. They're making this money and they are not going to go home and like put it under the mattress. They're like, we are going to have some fun tonight. Yeah. We're going to well, spend this not? money. We're going to buy people the drinks. They're <laughs> tough as fuck. You know, they walk down the street and like people, the fucking crowds part, oh. like people are frightened of them. I love that. I've they're never, fucking heard Bring in the bacon, never heard of this. Bringing home the bacon, honey. Never heard of this. I know. I know. The gang was particularly territorial of their oh, turf. So oh, other shit. shoplifters who stole from the shops on their turf were forced to pay the gang a percentage of their oh, takings. Sh- oh, shit.
0: So <laughs> they are
1: they're a gang. Yeah. And if the intruders refused to pay, the gang arranged beatings and kidnappings of the <gasps> offenders until the payment was received. Oh. Uh-oh. They don't fuck Uh-oh, around. They're not playing. They are not fucking around. Holy shit. <laughs> so, while various gang members were arrested and convicted at times, their prison sentences tended to be short because they're women and they'd be like, oh, I have babies at home. Yeah. And my husband's
0: in oh, jail. I'm so poor and
1: I needed the money. You know what I mean? And they be like, eh. I mean, at the end of the yeah. day, I
0: mean, with exception to the beatings of the other shoplifters. They're just taking stuff. Yeah,
1: it's not. They're not killing people. It'd only be from like twelve months to like three years. They're not not, killing people. They're not
0: killing people. I mean, then who cares? I mean,
1: they'll beat you every once in a while.
0: Yeah.
1: (sighs) (laughs) That's the end of my story.
0: Oh, that's it. (laughs) That's it. Oh my god. Wait, but what happened? Did they ever just like? No, I mean they don't exist. You know, eventually they They, died out. They just died out. Yeah. Come, London. Also, uh, the, you elephant know, territory can make let this let the happen mob in You
1: know, there's a part of the London like, what is that great movie with um, Oh Hillary? It's with the twin gangsters. Oh, here, it, Legend. It's called Legend. It's a real life story, and Tom Hardy plays these two twins. That it's a real like gangster movie, and they actually knew this guy. Like, I think that they. Like, he was coming up when they were kind of going away, but the, 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 it was a real person. It's called Legend. He plays twins. He plays both characters. It's so fucking good. And they were, you know, so other people started to, like, move in and become hot shots around there.
0: But I just okay. love women I, women thieves. No, it's amazing. Right? Yes. And it's political. Is it? I mean, they're arrested. <laughs> There's laws that they're breaking. <laughs> They are I was fighting like, against the patriarchy. Yeah. I'm like, you know, you what? know they're trying to make their wit talk about whatever the fuck I want. Who cares? How's that?
1: It's history. How about that? Catch me outside. How Catch about me that? outside.
0: <laughs> 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 How about that? Oh my God. <laughs> I love that girl so that much. was perfect. Oh. I wanna say we have to have the party. We have to plan oh, this party. I'm here for it. I it feel like everyone that we know would totally be down for that party. Oh yeah. Forty elephants. everyone party. we know
1: is totally down to party yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's why we speaking know speaking of partying
1: oh my god i can't wait to go to karaoke <laughs> so i've got a couple songs i was gonna pick from Ooh. one of them is the monkeys daydream <gasps> believer
0: oh my oh I know. my god yeah so wait was i with you recently when we heard this song no who was i with it came on mine random on my my phone and i was like oh my I god i was fucking i was maybe i was with kate i don't know who i was with but it came on and I just started singing, oh. and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like this so song, good. it just brought me back. Yes. And now, did you good, uh, did you
1: like anybody in the Monkees?
0: I was a huge um, Peter Tork fan, so I liked all of them. Okay. Like, and um, I remember watching reruns, yeah, of the Monkees on and, MTV. On like, yeah, 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 yeah. Loved that fucking and show. And it was so funny. Yeah, and I love that song so much. It's just oh. like such a cute song do, do. Do, do. oh my do, god do, do, do. Do, 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 do. so oh, what can it mean to a daydream believer and a homecoming queen oh
1: so fucking good so oh. between that or um i was thinking about doing Uh, Cool for the Summer by Demi Lovato. Oh, my God. (laughs) Which is very sexy and about two women fucking.
0: I mean, I love...
1: Sexy, Hillary depending on, yeah, karaoke. that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking, think, I'm thinking, I feel quick, like, like doing that with all with the crowd that we know there and yeah. like totally
0: giving them the whole experience. I feel like start with Daydream Believer when it's yeah, early, yeah, and then like once we're in it, yeah, and it's you know, because there then is a you bring that in. grandpa,
1: grandma couple that who sits love front you, row. and they do love me, they, they always like to just love story. you, but I think if I'm writhing around on the floor, um you know dry humping the air (laughs) and singing cool for the summer (laughs) about my imaginary hopeful lesbian tryst I don't know how they'll feel about me anymore I don't I know I think they're into it
0: I mean, hey, I'm. just This, is, this wonder, is what I was expecting. I okay, was expecting wait.
1: this. I expected I'd go to the microphone and I'd be like, "Hey," <laughs> and
0: but then do you start wonder, singing. Like, it. I mean, think about it. This little couple, they're like, "Well, time to go to karaoke, uh, dear." Fucking every and second. We got to get our table. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're, they're there like, right now. They're there an hour. Yeah, early. they're there because they've got to be like seventy-five yeah. or eighty years old, and yeah. they're out Friday night karaoke, front row center. Yeah, and they sing, s- they laughing sing. and singing and. I mean, yeah, goals. What Hashtag goals. Bitch. What a life. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. Good for you. Out late on a Friday night, Tina, watching crazy people I tell karaoke. You right now.
1: <laughs> Why are you looking at me when you say that? I'll tell you right now. I make you a promise. If I'm still here at like 80 years old, I will be front row karaoke with, oh you, with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my I'm God, that would be amazing. Could you- oh, Come on, gals. Yes. It's time to go down oh, there. Oh, that would
1: be so fun. And Tina's gonna be doing her kick dancing. Yeah. And, uh, what's it called? Sublime. Yes, yeah, sublime, or I my, my back is broken. I can't get on the floor oh anymore, God. but. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. Cool for the summer is about two gin and tonics in, a, yeah. bit, of, a bit of floating and yeah. like two gin and tonics. I will be on the floor showing them how it's
0: done let's do it oh i'm so excited all right well that's it that's it for
1: today because we gotta go potty love 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 you guys oh my gosh i meant to mention this in the beginning but i'll have to tell them about it i want to say thank you to my friend jordan i went to high school with him we used to make out in his bedroom after oh, school and he, and we would eat reason candy and watch soap operas reasons and then five <laughs> years or six years or seven years after he graduated i got a random message from him and he's like yo i'm gay and i'm like what the fuck did you know this when you used to stick your tongue in my mouth <gasps> god damn it it was hot oh the soap operas was probably a tip off oh my god what did so. you watch Oh, probably General Hospital is obsessed. You
0: were General Hospital? Yes. Oh, I was more of like a another world. No, I was total. That's only when I ever watched General Hospital. But here's the thing.
1: He we talk to we, we really just communicate and talk on Twitter. He's he's a supporter of the podcast and
0: Aww. he sees my
1: my woes. I'm always on there complaining to legislators about my homeowner's insurance and how fucking Aww. you know please sir, can i have a discount on my I insurance know. it's
0: ridiculous
1: and um he sent me a, a gift <gasps> and for me to how to spend to have a good time with my kids and it was like the sweetest thing ever. And he sent me a message and he's like, You're going to get this thing. And he sent me a beautiful card. And, oh my God. Hillary. And he said, And it was a money order. So I wouldn't return it because he knows I'd rip up a check. Was that the sweet? He's like, Do something fun and get your mind off of this. And I think that is the
0: sweetest fucking thing that's Like, this can you no this is beautiful i know this is beautiful because here's know, the thing i'm on there and i'm
1: trying to convey how fucked up everything is and he's just seeing his
0: friend this who's is suffering. beautiful this is beautiful i know jordan 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 yeah jordan he's a sweetheart that's so lovely i know oh my god i know
1: I couldn't believe it when I opened it. I was like, what the fuck? And then I saw it was a money order and I was really mad. And I was like, God damn it. Mm. But he
0: was, you know. That's so thoughtful and kind and so lovely. Yeah. I meant to bring it up in the beginning because I don't know if he listens to the rest of it. But <laughs> well, I'll then you just him send him a tweet just saying you got to listen to the end. Yeah. And I think that's really, really sweet. And it's, oh my God, that's just. I know. So thoughtful. And that's the thing I love about like longtime friendships. Yeah. Because it could be maybe you're not talking all the time, Mm -hmm. but they still love you and think about you. And that's like so special. That's very special. Listen,
1: I I mean, the thing that that touches me the most is that I'm on there trying to say these things because it's very lonely. It's a lonely thing to have all of these things happening. And I don't really have someone next to me like when I was married a lot of it, it's all scary to make these huge decisions about your home and all yeah. of these things. But at least I had somebody next to me to be like, okay, let's figure this out. Right. This is all on me to make these decisions and figure out how it's all going to get done. Yeah, and you have your
0: kids. Like it's, it's, it's just a lot. lot.
1: And so, and then when you see the legislature, they're not well, doing anything. Yeah, they're not and trying that's the to thing, do anything. You and- know,
0: the, our, our, the past, our last episode going through all of the bills, there's nothing there to help anybody in right. Florida. There's nothing substantial that is helping anybody in Florida financially You know, um, environmentally, you know, there's all of these, like this is the stuff we need help with. And and he's, they're wasting our time. Yeah. They're wasting our time because there's everyday people who are getting hit in the pocket. And then you're going to come and, and do things like try to like get back at Disney. And that's going to cost people jobs and money. You oh, know what I mean? Like they don't. This uh, lawsuit, the, <laughs> us suing Disney
1: now is taxpayers are paying it's, for that. It's, 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 millions and millions and millions of dollars over a lawsuit that doesn't matter. Existed in the first place.
0: My God. You know, he should have fucking let it go. He's such a fucking toddler. Like yeah. it's so gross. It's scooping is putting out. And, and scooping is putting out with his fingers. I'd love to see one thing. I'm sure there's bills that passed that were like, yeah, no, helpful. no, there have been. I but know. Like, is there anything
1: that DeSantis actually pushed that actually helps Floridians, no. not
0: businesses or? No. Like, is there anything that he did? No. Well. Thank you to your friend, Jordan. Oh, I think that's Jordan, so Oh, Jordan, I love you so much. He sends lovely. me.
1: Lovely. I'm like, how much snow is in Maine right now? Because <gasps> maybe I'll come to Maine.
0: Maybe I can move to Maine after this. Oh, <laughs>
1: like, my God, Maine. But then he sends me a picture. He's like, well, I had to shovel out the driveway to get my car out. I was like, uh, no, no. All right. <laughs> I might be out that's of that. That's the thing.
0: As like a Floridian, like, yeah. I'm all, you know, I, I often am like, oh, it would be so cool. And then it's like, oh, but then there's slush and sleet and driving in the snow and snow tires and salt on the roads and I don't know, you know I don't know how I don't know what any of that means it doesn't make any sense to me it's you know stressful sounding
1: but I will deal with it I will yes. deal with snow and sleet and snow tires or whatever yeah. as long as I can don't have to drive travel like you know we're talking about abortion nine hours to North Carolina North Carolina is trying to ban their abortions yep. right now yep. which means that it's going to be even further for Floridians oh my or Georgia or Alabama like it, yeah. where are we go Where's our next refuge there's they're disappearing, and who the fuck can hop on a flight to New York? You know what I mean? Like who can do that? Ridiculous, motherfuckers. Oh. Anyway,
0: okay, <laughs> alrighty. Oh wait, wait, I'm not oh. well done yet. Let me put
1: my oh, glasses yeah. on. I've got to end it like I started.
0: Yes, girl. Let's do it. Okay, okay. okay. Bye. bye. Oh, bye. <laughs> If you want to see any photos or take a deeper dive into our stories, please go to our website www.themuckpodcast.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Muck Podcast and on our Twitter at MuckPodcast.
1: To support the Muck Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support with exclusive content, muckraker, policy wonk, or bleeding heart. We can't do this without you.